Uh, so, I just played the Children's Hospital again for the first time in a long time, and it went really nicely. Um, yeah, I think this improvisation training is really paying off, and I'm seeing it in this kind of work. It was just, you know, one-on-one -on -one strolling from room to room with lots of different kids um, in lots of different situations, um, and uh, the predominant age was around two years old, and there were more kids in more distress than uh, before, and more extreme cases of uh, having trouble, you know, with various things, and it, it just, um, I think my beginner self would have probably tried to play some lullaby-type, um, more subdued music for them, but somehow I, I went in with the intention today of trying to, um, trying to uh, be very receptive and listen when I entered the room to what the room might need to give myself some time to really figure that out. And then also to, um, to be willing to go extreme, either extremely minimal and extremely soft or extremely improvisational, um, not singing any uh, of my repertoire but just making stuff up, or extremely energetic and loud. So the first bed I went to was actually um, uh, a, a teenager, and uh, I started playing for her an old Beatles song, a uh, little help from my friends. And I started out a little timidly and felt some of the some of my timidness coming out. And I saw her really focus on me, and so I decided to just commit to it and like sing it out, like shout it out. And you know, so when I finally got back to the chorus and really went for it, did, um, felt like she was reading my energy and was really just electrified by it. And I saw that even though she didn't have a lot of energy to spare, it was giving her energy when I was giving myself permission to get more energetic. And that's just um, somehow not yet intuitive to me, that it's like not a, f that if, if, <laughs> that I don't have to adapt to the energy in the room, but that I can read it and then try to slowly change it with mine. Like, that's just not my way. But it turns out that that's a really important thing to do in this context. And I felt throughout the day, I was able to get away with music that was sort of started a little bouncy and then got sort of raucous and just expanded and got bigger and more energetic and more confident and joyful and I handed out shakers to a couple of the kids and they they seemed to really like to be able to play along and made up songs about tigers and baseball and basketball and monkeys and Spider-Man. I got a kid to drink some water even though it was painful for him by singing about how Spider-Man likes to drink water in Spanish and English. and. Um, then there was this one room where uh, there was, uh, there was a, a sweet, a really sweet teenage girl and uh, she seemed kind of down and I was able to, I just asked her, you know, about what songs she liked and it turned out she was getting a ukulele for Christmas and she likes Hawaiian music. So I told her I just got back from studying music in Hawaii and didn't know much but tried to just figure out 
figure out the Somewhere Over the Rainbow by Israel Kamakawayole. Somewhere over the rainbow, way up high. And uh, I wasn't too surprised to see that she started singing along with me pretty quickly and sang with me the whole time. And I was able to cut out and give her some solos and really seemed like we connected. So we went straight through into the medley with What a Wonderful World. And by the end, her, her mom was sort of fighting back tears and told me how moved she was and how she, she hadn't smiled that day, but that she was, seemed to be joyful. And uh, that really made me that made me happy. It seemed like, yeah, somehow, uh, <laughs> let's see, there's, there's one more story to tell, which is <laughs> this little kid on a little plastic wagon in the, hooked up to an IV in the middle of the nurse's station with like five or six nurses working at computer terminals around him. He just, I don't know why he was there, but he was just hanging at the center of attention in the middle of the floor and with a pacifier in his mouth and looking adorable. And um, so I kind of sidled up to him and started figuring out what I, what, what was happening with him. He seemed a little subdued at first, but um, then it turned out there was a little frame drum, a little like kind of plastic drum in his, in his wagon. So then one of the nurses gave it to him, and I started uh, singing down by the bay where the watermelons grow, back to my home. I dare not go, that old Rafi song, it must maybe it predates him. And he seemed to like it and he had a great sense of rhythm for a two-year-old, really steady. And so I, what, I, what I realized pretty quickly was that I was playing, I wasn't just playing for this kid, I was playing for these nurses. So I, I couldn't go on too long repeating verses from this children's song. I tried to play for them a little bit, but something that would really get him excited too. So I pulled out a little Todd Rundgren and uh, started singing. I don't wanna work. I just wanna bang on the drum all day. Pick it up, pick it up, pick it up. I don't wanna play. I just wanna bang on the drum all day. And I made up verses like, the nurses here at the nurse's station are loving to chill with you little son. And yeah, you got to get to get a drummer in your hands and bang on those drums, make the nurses wanna dance because I, you know, that just, and uh, they were singing along, they were loving it. And uh, so was he. He was beating the drum and got a little solo in. Felt like, feels like those moments, pardon the beeping on that hospital, it seems like those moments are the ones that really matter the most. The ones where you get patients and families and staff together, you know, dancing and singing. And you, there, I feel like there you start to see the possibility of uh, uh, not just having a little moment of distraction, but actually transforming, if only temporarily, uh, the relationship between the the people who are serving and the people who are being served and possibly open up some space for the kids to be a little less afraid of the people who are sticking needles in them and um, for the for the families maybe to have a moment to relax instead of being anxious about getting the services they need from the staff to share a moment of joy with them and for the staff to have like you know in a, uh, just a quick moment of uh, relief and and uh, joy in an otherwise very demanding 
and somewhat tedious job. So I think um, I just feel really glad that I figured out how to do this. And it feels like this is a situation where music is very, very necessary because music is this kind of, it's a kind of interaction between people that just doesn't happen at all in a hospital. And so it feels like it's, you can sense the value of it more strongly because of the lack of it. And it reminds me of the value of music in that way too. And more than that, it's like, you know, it's teaching me to improvise one person at a time. It's teaching me how to just literally how to make up songs that serve the purpose of doing whatever needs to be done in a room. And it's a very nice laboratory to learn how to um, invent music for the purpose of helping people live their lives. And that's what I hope to do out here beyond the hospital. It just happens to be a little more complicated out here, actually. Uh, in a hospital, at least so far in a children's hospital, I've found that uh, it's clearer and more obvious what is needed and when it, what is needed is delivered, it is very well appreciated and that is worth the world to me. So that's the latest from the children's hospital. I will see you all next time for another story about singing. <laughs>